Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is The Gospel of Emotions. Let's pray. Father, we come to you with praise and thanksgiving, hungry for more of you, hungry for your word, hungry for what you have for us today through your Holy Spirit. Father, we come ready to receive from your precious word, and we thank you for it in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, folks, don't you sometimes wish that there was a book in the Bible called The Gospel of Emotions or The Gospel of Feelings? But in case you're not sure, there is no gospel book like that in our Bibles. So I guess we need to learn how God wants us to handle our emotions or feelings. They are real. God gave us these emotions but we're not supposed to walk by our emotions. We're reading today out of the Amplified Bible. Let's start today in Galatians chapter 5, verses 19 through 21. Now the practices of the sinful or flesh nature are clearly evident. They are sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, total irresponsibility, lack of self-control. So, folks, these fleshly sins often happen from letting our emotions rule us. Verse 20, idolatry, including prostitution, which was often part of pagan ritual. Sorcery, including such things as occult practices, witchcraft, worship of evil powers, drug-induced trances, hostility, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions that promote heresies. My friends, again, these flesh-ruled things, including the emotion of anger, cause sin. Verse 21, envy, drunkenness, riotous behavior, and other things like these. I warn you beforehand, just as I did previously, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Folks, more flesh-ruled things, like saying, I'm so stressed out, I need a drink. Or, I'm so mad, I'm going to riot, etc. Again, folks, we've talked in the past that just because things are legal doesn't mean they are godly. So this verse says that those who practice these sinful things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So this is a very serious topic. James chapter 1, verses 19 through 20. Understanding this, my beloved brothers and sisters, let everyone be quick to hear, be a careful, thoughtful listener, slow to speak, a speaker of carefully chosen words, and slow to anger, patient, reflective, forgiving. Folks, anger is one of the worst emotions to practice. Verse 20, For the resentful, deep-seated anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God, that standard behavior which he requires from us. Wow, friends, that is powerful. Anger does not produce the righteous, godly behavior that he requires from us. Oh boy, that makes me mad that God said that. Just kidding, folks. Second <laughs> Timothy chapter 3, verses 2 through 4. For people will be lovers of self, narcissistic, self-focused, lovers of money, impelled by greed, boastful, arrogant, revelers, 
disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, profane, verse 3, and they will be unloving, devoid of natural human affection, calloused, inhumane, irreconcilable, malicious, gossips, devoid of self-control, intemperate, immoral, brutal, haters of good, traitors, reckless, conceited, lovers of sensual pleasure rather than lovers of God. Folks, this is where we are today. Most people are ruled by emotions and the devil and blinded to the glorious light of the gospel and living not in their spirit man. 2 Timothy 1.7 For God did not give us a spirit of timidity or cowardice or fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of sound judgment and personal discipline abilities that result in a calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. Friends, the emotion of fear is the opposite of faith, and hate is the opposite of love. Walking in the Spirit, not in emotions, results in us being calm, having a well-balanced mind, and being in self-control. Proverbs 14, 12. There is a way which seems right to a man and appears straight before him, but its end is the way of death. Folks, we get filled with the wrong emotions and run with that and focus on that instead of God. We want to take paths that seem right to the natural man, seem straight, but in the end is the way of death. Isaiah 55, 9, as, For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Friends, this seems basic, doesn't it? But how many times do we put God on the back burner to a large extent when going through challenging times and just do things our way with our thoughts, which are often controlled by wrong emotions? 1 John 2, verses 3 through 6 and this is how we know daily by experience that we have come to know him, to understand him, and be more deeply acquainted with him. If we habitually keep focused on his precepts and obey his commandments, teachings. For whoever says, I have come to know him, but does not habitually keep focused on his precepts and obey his commandments or teachings is a liar. And the truth is, of the divine word is not in him. 5. But whoever habitually keeps his word and obeys his precepts and treasures his message in its entirety, in him the love of God has truly been perfected. It is completed and has reached maturity. By this we know for certain that we are in him. 6. Whoever says he lives in Christ, that is, whoever says he has accepted him as God and Savior, ought as moral obligation to walk and conduct himself just as he walked and conducted himself. Wow, folks, that is tall cotton, huh? To conduct ourselves and walk just as Jesus walked and conducted himself. But that is what we are called to do. The keys are in the previous verses. If we habitually keep focused and obey the word of God, then the love of God has been perfected in us, reaching maturity. That needs to be our goal for all of us. Then we can reach more and more people for Jesus. We cannot do that if we are being ruled by our emotions. Some would say a basket case. 1 John 2, 15 through 17. 
Do not love the world of sin that opposes God and his precepts, nor the things that are in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust and sensual craving of the flesh, and the lust and longing of the eyes, and the boastful pride of life, pretentious confidence in one's resources, or in the stability of earthly things, these do not come from the Father, but they are from the world. Folks, these fleshly things are not from the Father, but from the world. Verse 17, the world is passing away with its lust, the shameful pursuits of ungodly longings. But the one who does the will of God and carries out his purposes lives forever. Matthew eleven twenty-eight: come to me, all you who are weary and heavily burdened by re- religious rituals that provide no peace. And I will give you rest, refreshing souls with salvation. My friends, God will give each of us rest. We don't have to be carried back and forth with emotions. God will give us rest, refreshing our souls with salvation. Notice we are to come to Him when we're weary and heavily burdened by religious rituals that provide no peace. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful for Your Word the lamp to our feet, the light to our path. The entrance of your word gives light, Father. And you don't want us to be controlled and blown to and from by emotion, Father, but to be steady in our focus on you. For you give us the victory. The price has been paid at Calvary already. And we choose to walk in you and not be blown to and from by our emotions to stay steady for you. We repent when we've been emotional and missed you, Lord, and choose to walk more closely in you without being up and down by our emotions. We thank you for helping us, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com. We sure love you all. Talk to someone about Jesus today, please. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.